Hey everybody, welcome to another flow forward. It's uh it's uh it's Friday. It's uh been a gnarly week for me at least. And I'm but I'm okay. Yeah. <laughs> Sabrina is suggesting a uh a deep dive. It sounds like that's what uh that's what you proposed that sounds, before we started this. As, that, I, that is what I proposed before I started because I have been working on it. And I'm kind of stuck-ish, except it's not like stuck and like I don't know what to do. It's just like that, it's that port where you're like, you know what to do and somehow like the words don't come out. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm familiar with that. Uh, yeah. Not sure if I can help. Well, I'm not sure anybody can help. I'm just saying where I'm at. Yeah. But that's okay. That's okay. That's part of the process, right? Please tell me that's part of the process. You don't know if it's part of the process. Okay. The listening thing hasn't appeared yet. Uh, which listening thing? This thing. There we go. Anyway, uh, uh, it's uh, it has never been part of my process on a project that worked out, but uh, you are far more you are far deeper in on that than I've ever been on anything. So. Yes, I have dug a deep well here. Yeah, there, there is a there is a deep well of. Um, it's also possible that I've been digging a lot of shallow wells that all are in roughly the same space. Eventually, they will collapse in on themselves. Oh, that's good. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm just I'm just going by how wells work. Not that's yeah, no, that's that makes sense. Wells do work like that when you. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna just uh, let's see. Okay, I'm gonna export what I've got, and then you guys can tell me that's uh, same totally same time. I don't know. Sabrina, Cat officially tapped you in, so if you want to speak at us, I am that that's fine. You want to speak at us? You want to have a conversation? Or just talk to us in chat because it's harder for me to type. And I'm assuming you're going to be talking a lot in chat because you usually do. And it's just me and Kevwar, and Kevwar barely doesn't talk or talk, doesn't talk. You know what I mean? So, uh, uh, well, I will say more words if there's nobody else to talk. I suppose. Okay. That's, that's, that's also good. But cat, cat gave you the tap in. So you're, you're welcome to tap late and you're sleepy. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. That's fine. Yep. Cool. Continue to comment in chat then, and uh, we will try to hang out for as long as you wish. Yep. All right. So uh, let me export my fucking whatever right here. I have. I. I. There's already parts that I, I'm looking at going like, oh, that I know how to write that better. That's like, is that is a part of the stage like when you're starting like a new when you're doing a new beginning on something, it's like you see. I mean, I see the mistakes right away, but let's see. For this. Okay. Uh, and I, this is only seven pages. We have very different writing processes. This is what's coming across right now. Yeah. Mine's mine's different than mine was a two years ago for sure. Uh, Maybe even well. a year ago. Like definitely, like the writing process on this one has been completely different than the writing process on the one that came out in 2018 that got played. Uh, 
So okay. that's also like, you know, it's actually, it actually might actually do the thing I want now though, which is great. So that's, that's the upside. So it's going to well, take a lot of explaining, if, obviously. Um, well, if you uh, achieve I'm, do the thing you want, uh, then good job. Yeah. Yeah. If it does the thing I want, then super good job to me. Yep. Um, the, then it's all worth it. Yep. Is the theory. It is the theory. Okay. I'm going to put it in the, I suppose, I suppose I should put, post it here. It's in the show stuff. Okay. There you go. Oh, right. I'm going to go back to having um, an entire uh, folder of Ashes of the Magi stuff. <laughs> oh, for some reason. Okay. I think. All right. That, that link didn't fire off. That's cute. Um, what do you mean it didn't fire off? I mean, no, I mean, the. the... I, have to I am currently page. looking at some very, very. Pixelated. Pixelated? No, I... not the PDF I'm looking at. No, okay. So the PDF um, I'm looking at, the, the that background looks all pixelated. It, it looks like it didn't link, but I don't. It, it says it's fine. I don't know. I can tell you right now, the pixelated is not how. I, and thing I'm looking. Oh, I guess if you zoom in a lot, I've, I added a a decent. Okay. No, it's pixelated. That is really low resolution. Weird. Oh well, doing that. the text is legible. That's good enough. Seems okay. so for me. So, the fuck? Why? I don't know. InDesign, dude. It's just like sometimes it'll ex export like. Uh... I don't get it. Zero point seven one. Yeah. is it doing that it's so bizarre this is the png i don't know yeah okay people well so what we're doing is we're doing a live read off of the latest version of ashes of the magi i suppose um live critique i should post a thing looking at what i'm looking at i suppose on the twitch uh, move our logo because who cares about that and i will i'm really bummed about this this art not exporting why is it uh, maybe it's a export thing i'm doing wrong Downsample. Okay, so it's not downsampling. I don't know what the hell it's doing. All right. I don't know. This this is the nature of today. Like this shit happens, and I have no clue why it's doing what it's doing. Oh. It's just. Universe just give me a lesson to let go. Come on. Attach <clears throat> too tightly to things. Your own expectations. Blah, 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 blah. Yes, I get it. Thank you. You get the message. Oh, see, that came out fine. 
<laughs> well, what the hell? Okay, so that's not pixelated at all. Okay, I don't know. Should I be looking at Twitch? No, don't be looking at Twitch. Okay. Don't, don't look at Twitch. Nobody should look at Twitch. Ever. Okay. Uh, what was that? Oh, that looks cool. Uh, let me uh, add that as a window. And I'm assuming we're not going to need the cover. I don't know what the cover, I suppose. Okay. Box of the reader. I'll bring the PDF. And can I do this in such a way that I can kind of get it on the screen? Okay. So we have a preview ish. So the format of this book is intended to be um, 12 by 12. So that's why it's a big S square. It's supposed to open flat on the table so the players can all see it. And that's why it's in the spread. Okay. So the opening part just really describes what's going on and um, lays out intent. I'm not, it might be too formal. I don't know. I guess that's my first caveat. There's a, uh, I don't know. I'm curious about what your impressions are about that first page. Okay. So I guess this will be available to anyone who um, is willing, who is actually paying attention to the podcast because it's in the it's in the, yep. the voice channel for yeah, and I'll keep this one up even when I do new editions. Okay. I'll just leave that one up for the for people that have historical context, mm -hmm. I guess. Okay. Okay. Um, so the fourth paragraph on the how to how to use this book is what I'm calling uh -huh. the yellow text. Is that an accurate yep. name for that yellow yep. text? Sure. I'm not sure. There, are, okay. I'm I'm not sure. I like the okay phrasing of it. I I understand what you're going for. Actually, a bit. Let me make sure I understand what you're going for. You mean that in that this book has this? You do not need to read to in advance. This book will tell you how you're what you're doing as you're going right. along, and not because it does seem to have clear. Uh, judging by the next page, it does seem to have clear and direct rules for how you're supposed yeah, to. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I should. Where I guess the intent there is there's no rules to pre-read. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The 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 first thing that jumped out okay. at me. I do not think it uh when you were commenting on formality, uh due to the nature of what you're trying to do here in like okay, so it may be too formal in tone in that it may be too demanding in tone is okay. what I would say. Mm -hmm. Uh but I'm not sure that is something you would you want to lose either. Okay. Yeah. But because what what I mean by this is, it sounds like this book is asking you to do a lot, and <laughs> it is written as a very 
in a very uh, how should I phrase this? Vo the voice here. I feel like some people might find the the demanding voice off putting, but uh, it is not necessarily okay. As wrong, mm -hmm. but. The distant omniscient. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. It's not a distant omniscient. It's the. Uh, how should I phrase this? It... <laughs> oh God! I'm not. I'm trying to figure out what what I was trying to do, what I was trying to say, but this book is the. Uh, the initial page here seems mm -hmm. like it is demanding that you take it seriously in a way that feels like you you shouldn't try to engage with it if you are not willing to do so. And I'm not sure if that's your intent. Yeah, I think it is. Okay. Yeah. Just Okay, just, just I am just going to say that that it that is my impression. I'm not sure if this would be universal. Yeah, no, that's fair. It it it's sort of um I believe the intent. This is actually not me talking now. That I I I think the intent is for it to be slightly standoffish. Yep. But at this point, I'm more listening to what the book is asking of me than I'm telling it what I want it to feel like. Uh, I don't know. If that uh, I will say that uh, as a Canadian, the police is comforting at the end, but I'm not sure if it fits with the rest of the tone as a human being. Okay. Uh, everything you do matters. Are no mistake that. Oh. Oh, I, I I had the I had the book open so I didn't get to see Sabrina's chat. Hmm. <laughs> uh I apologize for that, Sabrina. <laughs> anyway. Uh everything you do matters and there are no mistakes. That is um what I wanted to why I wanted to highlight that is that while uh how should I phrase this? That is not a statement that I find uh is conductive to playing a role-playing game. Uh, hmm. not that yeah. like where you mess up is important and like you should go carry on and not let the flow stop but sometimes um misunderstandings can lead to bad game flow and mm -hmm. the complete irretractability of a game that you were supposed to take seriously is detrimental to its existence because yeah 
I don't know how to phrase it better than that. Mm, okay, I, I think I see the point you're getting at. Yeah. Um, let me see if I can let me see if I can translate it in. Um, so I think you're saying that requiring a pen. Not the requiring a pen bit. Uh -huh. um, the bit I specifically have is there are no mistakes. Okay. And it uh, is not necessarily co uh, cogent with. Uh, go How should I phrase this? Giving room to breathe if you say things wrong is sometimes important in an RPG. Agreed. But what I'm guess I'm trying to say is that if you said it wrong, it wasn't wrong. Yeah, I'm. I'm trying to. That's what I'm trying to make space for. Maybe, uh, maybe that. Maybe it's not a good phrasing of the attitude, but yeah. it's the. <clears throat> I'm trying to convey the idea that the gut instinct, the the the, the listening to one's own internal volition is is important, and I. I see where you're coming from on the retractability thing, but part of the dynamic of play is not moving forward okay. until you've come to a shared understanding. Okay. So if there are, if shared understanding is required to move forward, then the, then there is no problem. Okay. Yep. It, although it might be offending some people, but there's no problem. <laughs> is that how I will phrase that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I realize this is actually a boring listen at this point, people, but uh yep. you know, uh we uh we're we're you know, this is design, I suppose, in public. Uh, flailing forward. Yep. Yeah, audio editing. Ha! Nope. You'll listen and like it. Uh... <laughs> we don't do audio, audio editing. Don't be silly. No, we don't. don't be, that, that would be ridiculous. Uh, okay, so, yeah, no. Oh, thank you for that, Sabrina. Comparing the, um, the journal and the poetic experience. Yeah, it's it's really... It, the, the poetic experience is, is the thing that I think is a big core of what I'm going for. Um, specifically in, in the way where it helps you find the story arcs as they, as they're being shaped. I'm not sure exactly how it's going to go. Um, the way, the way it currently works is basically you're just, you're, I mean, part of the process is initially word clouding. So you, you, you're throwing a bunch of ideas at the wall to see what sticks in some sense. Um, and then the idea being that you are winnowing a story out of the interesting things that you yourself are bringing up. So the hope is that, that by following those things and letting them bounce off the other players and the um the greater world that that the story uh the things that you naturally care about are threatened 
and the the um sort of your worst fears manifest in a way but not exactly pretty much not the way you think but in in some in some dark mirror uh so you it, you know it, it, the the idea is that your the game allows you to instance your perfect nemesis in some sense whether that be um you know an environmental collapse or um a civil war or a uh one big badass wizard or something uh or dragon or whatever that nemesis might be uh and then start you know dismantling it and figuring out why it's doing what it's doing and, and building the story around um or allowing the players to build a story around the their struggle with that conflict yeah. um so uh we are a so our our thing cuts off, and I think this is intentional because you said it was seven pages long. Yeah. But uh, cuts off at the uh, the mind, which is yeah, that's that's yeah. right, yeah. that's right. Oh, I think I have I actually have another page done, or the the art's not done on that that the next one, but the yeah. the text is basically there. Oh no, it's not. Even even the text on that last page is is not finished. Uh. Yeah, there the yellow text is wrong, and yeah, I gotta put some stuff in there. But okay. Oh, okay. I will not comment on your wrong text then. Yeah, thank you. Um. So first aspect is either is always binary introvert extrovert. Yeah, for the breath. Yeah, the the first three the first first three aspects are 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 binaries on the the first three selves, and then it opens up. From there. Yep. And I assume this is so there are no okay. I so here's a question that yeah. I have about like broad term game design, mm -hmm. given the information I have been given. Is is it possible for such things as these first three aspects to shift over time and yeah. what is the mind in what is the mind binary oh uh the mind binary is uh progressive traditional okay i'm not sure if i'm going to go with that exact vocabulary but that's that, that's the idea open to new ideas or or firmly entrenched in in tradition or not firmly but that's it's, it's the tendency yeah <clears throat> yep. right well the action stuff comes in at the somatic level that's the body yep. oh, so uh, and then and then the somatic dichotomy is uh the somatic dipole is uh, aggressive passive yep. or assertive agreeable no. And then uh, beyond that, though, yeah, th those can shift, um, and they can become more detailed. And 
you you will get additional aspects when when the body incarnates uh and starts being affected by time yep. so that 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 will give you um you know your your body's age you, yourselves when they're incarnated are uh give you your 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 stats basically the thing the mechanical things that you use to interact with with um okay so yeah uh i'm going to do i'm going to ask you a question yep. that is somewhat stupid at this point but it is worth uh commenting on you you have you're on the record as saying the uh it was originally a uh uh heterogeneous dice pool and that was a mistake and here we are with four types of dice what oh no yeah sorry that that should be a d10s that should be d10s i i i changed that in between oh no where is it what, what, what are you looking at i'm looking at the one three, three ten sided dice, 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 dice. Sided dice one twelve sided dice one eight sided oh dice. i must you know what i think i grabbed the wrong file no no, no that's right okay so are you looking at a old Okay. I'm looking nope. at the one that I just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I don't know. I think I slipped that. It's three ten sided dice should be what's there. Split just the three ten. Yep. The guy will have other dice, but those are used for particular purposes, and you don't have to worry about that as a player. You just need the three ten sided dice. So the guy gets six sided dice and eight sided dice and twelve sided dice. Yeah, but only for only to pass out to players. Oh. Okay. They're they're a kind of yeah, they're they're used in certain situations. Yeah. Okay. Uh the, the eight-sided dice for context. The uh the the six-sided are are the same factor dice. Those are kind of like, but those are sort of moved to the world at this point because the factors generated by those dice affect every player. So it's kind of like you, you as a player, you can still affect those, but they're more global where there's the D10s are sort of yours in a sense. And then um, the D8 and D12 uh, are added to your, to your dice pool. I don't the, the the d6s aren't really I don't think those are added to dice pools anymore. I think those are just rolled when the world has uh you look at the um or you interact with the factor and need to know need to collapse its power to a finite number. Um and then then the d6s are are rolled, but I don't I don't think they're rolled as part of a dice pool. They're just going to be rolled as part of a um okay. I'm not sure. I mean it's it's sort of a double randomizer, but I needed something to factor the difference between knowns, known unknowns, and unknown unknowns. And though those D6s are the known unknowns, meaning the one the things that are um uncertain but accounted for. And then dread <laughs> is the unknown unknowns, which are the things that you are completely dark and you don't know what they are. And then the knowns are obviously factors that are stable. Okay, so it's uh, due to extreme differences in uh, should I phrase this? 
philosophies, game game design approaches. Yeah. I don't know. Get, uh, I'm gonna say how we. Uh, how should I phrase this? It's not that. Um, okay, so I currently. Um, oh, what was I gonna say? I'm not sure what to comment on. Okay. Yeah. Uh, at this point, at this point in time, now that I have read through the book, I other than it's interesting to see where things have moved since metal album covers, but I'm sure there's still going to be metal album covers. Yeah. There's yeah. I mean, that's that part of that art's there, and then yeah. that's going to be great. There's the dragon. Yeah. There's uh. There's that be more sketchy art i'm gonna do something about this i'm not sure how how digital i'm gonna go with with the sketches um i might just keep in pencil i kind of yeah. like it a record goal thing that's funny i was just talking to my friend steve about that the other day about um about recording music for this <laughs> <laughs> Yep. Because definitely music would be a, an ambiance thing that would go. Yeah. Oh, the background. Actually, some... there is there is a track that exists for Ashes of the Magi already, uh, written by a, a jazz guy. How 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 many iterations ago was it written? Oh man. Uh it was when it was more like when it was a very sort of um uh sideways mediterranean you know mediterranean but with magic game so it was very it was very um oh yeah i made, uh, a, I made a yak herder for that i remember that. yeah that's right that's right <laughs> it was uh so it was it was very like um north african south italy turkish uh um you know near like west middle east uh and 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 southern spain southern france type that was the that was the default setting because the mediterranean is an interesting place it's kind of like unharvested as far as rpgs yeah, go it's there, usually there untouched were, there was a lot of very interesting factions and uh, and i decided to play play a north a nordsman for some reason <laughs> <laughs> that's right well i mean they were you know i was part of the i was supporting that history there because the the ranking guard were a uh cluster of Norsemen in third century Byzantine yep. Turkey. I mean nothing bizarre, but yeah, there they were just making tons of money. Yeah, yeah. I I was not playing yeah. something like that. But yeah. I, mean, I guess kind of. Sorry, I'm I just connecting it to a, the dumb old character I made for Ashes of Magi, who I quite enjoyed, but I do not think is a valid character in the current interpretation of the rules. <laughs> no, it still, would still be valid. I mean, that's the thing. It would just be, you just get there differently. Yeah. Uh, the character would, would just, yeah. I mean, uh, hopefully, <laughs> it, it'll be interesting, but I think you would probably be able to do the same character in this in this game. It would just, you would get yeah, to but I would feel like meeting. I'm betraying the game if I if I make goofy uh, <laughs> goofy uh, yeah woman who turns into a demon on right on the regular. I do not think that is quote. I do not think that is 
uh, quite the level of emotional honesty that this game intends. Uh, well, you know what? It's it's the thing is, is most games don't allow for any emotional honesty. I mean, you know, you could play this game as silly as you wanted. It's yeah, but you'd the, be ignoring the, the text to do so in the current iteration. Yeah, you'd be you'd be going against the tone in a sense, but I haven't gotten really I don't know, there's a balance I I need to strike between the engagement level and the the I I suppose I really need to figure out if I'm trying to capture a particular audience that hasn't really been captured by RPGs before or capturing the people who are getting bored of D&D thing because there's there, in one sense I'm there's there's a there's a thrust here that I detect in my own conception of this that's sort of dark soulsy and um or, or probably more like Bloodborne, actually, if, if, if I'm being honest, because I don't have that much experience with Dark Souls, but Bloodborne's foundational. Um, mm -hmm. But something that you is did, designed... You never, did the, you never did do the follow-up chat about uh, about anyway. About what? Oh, nothing. Uh, you, you, you mentioned uh, at the end of episode one of talking about Bloodborne with the professor, you, you mentioned that you were going to have a follow-up chat about it, and you never did do that. Oh, no, I never did. <laughs> that would be nice. He's just busy. Yeah, no, that's that's fair. Yeah. Um, I believe my entire commentary on the, on the first episode of that was an incredibly terrible. Um, no, uh, it was not live reading. It was they were uh, Rob Pet was talking with somebody about Bloodborne and put it on the podcast once. It, it was incredibly entertaining, but they didn't. But I'm waiting for chapter two where they talk about the Yonix symbolism in Bloodborne for three hours. <laughs> <laughs> he might do that. He's 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 a he's a big Derrida guy. Um, very, uh, but uh, uh, yeah, he's a textural. He 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 loves dissecting texts and games as texts, and it, it's interesting because he's like a solo. Uh, he describes it, but. Um, uh yeah you can go back and check that out that's that's an interesting episode uh i'm glad yep. i got to do that that was fun um yep <laughs> anyway uh sorry um uh, what i was saying is yeah the way it is currently written i would not uh in uh uh sabrina asked what we mean by emotional honesty i mean a lot of i'm just gonna answer it personally and rob is gonna give a better answer uh what i mean by that when i said it is a lot of the time uh, when I make a character, I engineer to hyper-focus on a small portion of my emotional core and just expand it out into a character that is, uh, due to being central, centered around something relatively both simple and esoteric, they tend to end up... Um, I tend to just bring extremely weird character concepts to a table, just in, in a vacuum. Like, uh, I once made a joke that's not entirely accurate in that uh, every character I play is some form of monster. 
uh, either <laughs> either physically or uh, if they are not physically a monster, they are probably just absolutely terrifying as a human being. <laughs> and that's in fact is literally true. If but I'm not sure that a lot of the emotional degradation is as uh, is like that far above standard RPG character. Mm. But that's a discussion that I'm not sure how to have. But what I meant by emotional honesty is if I'm making it a game for the with the text like what the Ashes of Magi text currently is, and I need to start by choosing whether they're an introvert or an extrovert, I am not going to I'm going to land in a Oh, uh playbooks do do not stop you from making a weird ass character. If you think that you if you think that I actually want to play a PPTA game with you just to show you what I mean. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> believe me when I say uh, I can I can take I can never break text from mass and I can produce so and I can talk to you about my mass characters. <laughs> uh yeah, anyway, it's fine. Honestly, now that I think about it, one of them's not that weird. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> also, when a character concept is weird, I just mean weird in comparison to the people I play with. I'm no I am I have no clue what the absolute standards are. I will say though that I have Oh yeah, no, I don't I don't do unusual backside uh most of them are front text i find which is what is the difference between which is what my makes like it, in the rare instance i'm a player tends to make them stand out uh because yeah i don't want to get into a de uh, derail on this on the like eight characters i've made so <laughs> because i am always playing uh dm uh, yeah, sorry. Have wars for every GM. Or GM. I mean, it's fine because I'm willing to do it. So right. it's it's not like it's a it's not like a, I go oh what was me the tragedy that <laughs> I have always end up running games as if I don't volunteer for it. Right. Um, yep. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, sorry, I understand. <laughs> No, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I'm a bit out of it. Um, what I was gonna say is, uh, Rob, what did you mean by emotional honesty? Now that to loop it back to the actual top thing I was trying oh. to answer. Um, I suppose emotional honesty in that the game actually prompts you to be open about what you're feeling. Yes, the game the game prompts the game prompts you to yeah or or yeah. what your character's feeling. If you I it, it does ask you to take on to look try try and look through the eyes of your character in a way that's perhaps a bit more empathetic than most games ask. Yeah. yeah. Yes. What a yeah, and what I was getting at is uh given how the Ashes of the Magi is currently written, I would probably want to do a character that I actually have uh, how should I phrase it? Empathy for and I don't go, 
Oh god, you dumbass. You're gonna do that, aren't you? <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> That's definitely a character, yeah. Oh yeah, bleed bleed is definitely part of the point, Sabrina, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um it's it's uh it's a it's a goal, not a not a not a bug. Yep. Yes. And I have a really weird uh relationship with bleed because you know i i'm highly compartmentalized as you might have noticed mm -hmm. <laughs> so i can put a lot into a character despite yeah yeah, yeah no I, I i mean i am too as part of what this i mean this game is writing this thing has changed me the person so it could, it could bleed as real like <laughs> yeah uh, good. yeah <sighs> I yeah if i feel <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, what what do we want to talk? Is there anything you want to point to with your game that you want to talk about? Um, like... I guess so. The next the next steps that I'm trying that I'm that I'm struggling with. Okay. So once I'm booted up, so once you have the, the three selves booted up, then my next step, the next thing that happens to you is you are instructed about the main the three main actions you take, which is uh, explore, engage, and uh, evolve. And those are actions that are taken on threads themselves. So at that point, so like then, so the, those three actions are sort of described internally, esoterically, and then, and then when you incarnate, you, you wake up in the world of ashes and you uh, encounter fog that's the first thing you do and that's like the first word cloud so you 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 the first step is the the guide reads a prompt out of uh their book and then you take a little bit of time and generate positive and negative um connotations and then you decide which one of those is worth pursuing and in which direction so you might you might find a thread that goes that you are interested in exploring that goes into the past, or you might find one that becomes a goal or that is a threat. And ones that go into the past are are either a um, a way. I'm I'm still playing with the language on this. They're a way or a horror, but I don't like the word horror. There, it's sort of like it's more like it's. I mean, you do see horror in the past. That's what—that's one of the ways dread manifests uh, by showing you um, the stuff that led up to the day of wrath. Uh, but let me see. Okay, I have to think about this. Is the this is the part where it gets complicated because I've got there's a couple of interlocking systems that um, maybe I just don't have them nailed down yet. That maybe that's part of the problem. Okay. Because the uh, the the so what the apathy the apathy despair cruelty thing so those are each um uh yourselves each have a shadow that has a uh proclivity and you start off with uh your capacity to contain despair apathy and cruelty all damaged you wake up and those things are damaged that's what that's your starting state and then your as well as your your body's damage and so forth so the like the one of the first things you're sort of asked to do 
when you wake up and start start moving through the fog is you you notice that you're you're hurt and you are you don't have any resources and so the first sort of um hurdle to overcome is uh how the game shows you how to restore yourself and restore the things that you are oh, that you woke up with damaged or lost so that that's the first that's the first like mechanic that gets intro introduced that's a uh a procedure so first it's like there's a restoration procedure and then after that you have the opportunity to sort of explore a little bit and you um if you start wanting to meet people then you get introduced to uh the communities community stuff by either finding finding a community now or remembering a community you had and trying to recover their ways um okay. so uh yeah. sabrina asked you a question uh why would you want to engage with a fast thread and i'm curious about that as well but i want oh to, like, yeah okay so so you wake up as a blank slate basically so uh you wake up it, it, you're in mid-apocalypse the apocalypse is still happening around you and um you 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 don't know anything that's the thing you you like you're in this world of fog and confusion and uh you you get attacked there's stuff in the fog and so part of what you want to do by going into the past that so going into the past is the collaborative world building as play so that's the stuff that um when you start doing it you start instant stuff you stuff that you instance in the past and you discover jumps into the future and and the guide will take stuff and, and put stuff and ask you to write stuff in your in your journal um by leveraging stuff on that you have put on the table so there's three scopes of the game there's the character sheet there's your journal which is um where you track threads going backwards and forwards and then there's the main the main play space which is uh, a big piece of paper or a whiteboard or something like that where you um get to where your word cloud bleeds onto the main the word cloud in your journal bleeds onto the main and so those words then affect everybody and so yeah there's 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 this sorry i'll just start vacuuming for some reason um So, uh, yeah, that's why you want to go to the past. It's part of the world building thing. Um, so to discover things. So if you, if you, it's like, so there's three main actions, explore, engage, um, and evolve like to, to learn anything, you have to explore it. So when you start exploring the fog, then you can find things in the fog. And then those may give you clues as to things to investigate either goals you have going forward or or threats or um horrors of the past or ways recovering old ways of the past okay um uh, i have a genuine question that sabrina kind of brought up um is it still uh do you still eventually get a true get a troop of yep. followers yeah i see yeah, that's, that's, like that, that, that's the thing it's it's um the followers are 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 like a close are like your close circle of friends more or less okay they're yeah they're they're they're, they're the close circle they're the they're the they're the support network that you uh 
you know, actually rely on. And then there's yourselves, which is those. So both of those things are on the character sheet. So the, the, the main circle of friends and you move as sort of one unit through the story and yourselves are something that you can, those three selves are something that you can investigate. And that's how you develop those through experience and insight. And those are how you advance the containers there and uh, allow yourself to contain more ability and um, damage. I need and... to I need to step out for a bit, but you have plenty of questions in the tag. I do. So... so, Cam, are they as are they as amnesiac as you? Good question. Um, not necessarily. So. Here's the thing. So your character lived through an apocalypse spell. They didn't. Right. So you can learn things from them. It's one of the ways like they can act as both a guide mouthpiece and as your own mouthpiece to describe the world of ashes, which is which I it's something that's happened in playtests and it's pretty cool. Um yeah, they can be it, it, the interesting thing about this 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 particular set the way this is shaping up is that you don't have to necessarily be the leader, um, which I I really like. There's you can have an like he's not an NPC you're controlling him uh, there, but like they would be a the de facto you know for all intents and purposes the people in the world of ashes would see them as the leader of your troop even though you're the one who's making all the magic happen so to speak um like literally uh and that's that's a shift from before where there was there was a much more um sort of guided intent towards a leadership position and now that's something like i i i, I trying to account for different types of leadership and one type is the kind that is uh to use a modern analogy sitting on the board but isn't the ceo but they're but they're guiding the company um yeah as, as sabrina says uh, yeah let's player decide where their comfort zones are yeah exactly that's that's a, a big part of this too like even though like there's a there's this bloodborne dark soulsy um uh attitude towards the the framework of the game as much as possible i want to allow for people to explore their own proclivities and that necessitates a a low degree of granularity but also the ability to paint with a larger brush and there are some things that old ashes couldn't really do that well um are you always specifically the wizard you're the fate wizard you're the only person that gets to see fate uh, and interact with that stuff. Uh, you may not be the only mage in the party, but but the Arcana are um, the Arcana are more analogous to mystical technology in that they enable society to function in similar ways to modern society in many ways. Like they they they, they provide the same. Uh, modern conveniences and the same modern maladies, right? So, like, um, we can we can build taller buildings and enable people to live much closer together, near resources, and all that's great and stuff like that. But yeah, also disease spreads like way faster, right? So, the idea the idea being that anytime you get a a, a social magical benefit of some kind, there's a commensurate social magical cost that um, the magi externalized 
like the wise, right? The, the wise kings were like, nah, <laughs> that's their problem. And so the idea is that your whatever the apocalypse was is inevitably a result of somebody externalizing the costs of a massive social good. In some sense, not always, but that that's one that's one big that's one big thing that can happen. Sometimes it's like you build a giant fucking weapon and then used it. That that can also happen. <laughs> um, uh, you know, like we built a giant weapon to defeat our enemies and then lo and behold, they built one too and we exchanged them and uh, lulls were had. So, you know, there's, a, there, there's, however, however, that's the thing I want, I, I want your personal apocalypse to make sense to you. Like, I, I don't know what that's going to look like, you know. Uh, so, whatever it is, like, hey, I, I love verdant magic. Well, let's see. We grew all the food. Well, we grew all the food. Okay, what does that look like? What happens when you take that to an extreme? Uh, yeah, we'll see. Like that's that's the that's the expiration, right? So I I don't I don't I don't really want to um, uh, dictate too much about um, what happens there. Whereas before, I had very specific specific uh apocalypse scenarios that the players would wake up in and now that's that's less the case this has become a one-person show that's okay i'm i'm cool answering questions about ashes for like forever man thing about game designers we can talk about this shit forever like it's just <laughs> uh let's see um More stories should end with lulls were had. Yeah, I mean, especially nuclear exchange stories. <laughs> uh, lol, whoops. Uh, let's see. What other questions? We're in the chat here. Uh, Shaman. Uh, was there something? Was there something I missed in the chat? I'm used to games with specific apocalyptic scenarios. Yes. Yes, we all are. I like them. Um, have you got character creation process a list yet, or is there much analogous? Uh, no, there isn't. A, it's it's similar to what it was. Uh, the structures having to change because of when, because of the amount I'm trying to not front load it, which is tricky. Um, so part of, so like, okay, so one of the things that you have in the game are actions, uh, what actions are you good at and what, what, um, uh, what actions are you good at and what, how did you learn them? How do you apply them? Like all, all of that, that stack, right? So like. There in, mo in most games, most games, what happens is you, you 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 do character creation and you just pick the ones that seem cool to you, and um, that's fine, but it necessitates making every action intuitive and relatively balanced provided you're paying the same cost for them in character creation so like let's say if you you can allocate three dots to some actions and it's not quite clear 
what the actions do or what their relative value is in the game. Like if you're doing a thief game, right? And there's a skill called sneak, it seems, correct me if I'm wrong, that you would be somewhat foolish as a first time player to ignore the sneak skill given the game you were playing. Now, like if an experienced player playing a game like that would go like, oh, well, I'm gonna build, you know, make a, a, a something totally different. That's not, has not, a thief that doesn't rely on sneaking at all. It's just, he's just yelling at people to get what he wants or whatever. Base it on somebody, I don't care, whatever. But the the the, the problem <laughs> is for the first time. Of the dark. Uh, yeah, I'm discussing yeah. Blades in the Dark, but I'm just but 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 my point is for the first time player. I think there's a overly strong assumption that they can't get by without a certain skill, meaning that they think they don't have a choice, meaning that they don't have a choice, meaning that that's not where I want this game to go. So how do I? One, make the actions intuitive enough. Two, deliver them to the players so that they know what they do. Three, make the knowledge that the player characters have of those actions make sense within the context of their character creation booting up. So, like the part of what has to happen is there's a weird thing where the players have to use the actions before they know what they do. And it's I don't know how to get her. I mean, part like there's a part of me that wants to get around it by saying, roll dice and tell me numbers, which doesn't is not satisfying mm -hmm. because it doesn't give the players that info. Like the whole point of like being a the 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 the, the conceit of building a game around characters that can see the threads of fate is that they know what they're doing right and so the idea that like i can only these characters can only be novices if they have no memories because otherwise they could just manipulate everything instantly like you, you like if you can see fate you can go into any negotiation with anybody and just be like oh i am going to make you love me forever but you the thing is is like you have no clue like as as the character you're not necessarily sure who that person is and what the consequences of that action would be if you did that given that the fact you actually don't have much knowledge of the world as such so the point like what i'm trying the game i'm trying to boot up in this way that's not traditional i suppose and why it's taking a while is like i trying to get it so that the players are learning the mechanisms as they go as they need to use them for the first time and that's the tricky part because the order of that is not necessarily locked and so i'm considering doing stuff like having like if you take an action go to this page if you do this go to this page if you you know engage with the community go there or try and jam like a bunch of the mechanical stuff on one spread so that you can you can get your bearings know how to make choices and then figure out what thing you want to pursue and then get more detailed i don't know 
I don't know. There's there, it, there's some decisions to make that are actually kind of tricky because they're not they're not based on any game principle decisions. They're based on how this is going to be received. And so, so it's really hard. Okay. To so what it. I want you to do right now? Yes, please. Is I want you to okay. This might not be something you're equipped to do, and that's reasonable. But uh, what I want you to do is, if I was to say uh, I have most of a character and I want to um, do an explore action towards the future, yep. What would how would I stumble into that, and what would you be, and what information would be presented to me when I am doing so? Cool. Okay. So let's say okay. So the first thing you would be exploring, you have the fog. Uh, give me a positive and negative connotation of, of the fog waking up in the apocalypse. The positive connotation, uh, okay, so something I'm going to comment on now yeah. is, uh, if it is always described as a pure fog and you're asking everybody to make a positive and negative connotation, uh, you may want to specify that you are shaping something in the fog rather than just saying a positive and negative connotation about fog, because... Does that uh, that's a good point. Yeah. Okay. There. Uh, well. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, the the hopefully the idea that your word clouds have impact is already installed by the time you start doing it. I just wanted to make sure that okay. that was like uh, something that you're aware of. Because <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it should as be. I, as you ask that question. So positive connotation of the current fog is that it is... Uh, oh, God, I've, I've asked to throw an a, uh, adjective out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually very difficult. Huh? <laughs> there are a lot of them. Uh, the, uh, positive... How's it uh, feel? Yes. Uh, we're going to go with it's it's pleasantly cool it's pleasantly cool great okay yeah what uh the negative now... yeah, notation is uh do we want a physical description of the area or a feeling uh i want i want whatever your negative connotation is okay my initial negative connotation is uh, i'm trying to figure out how to say this in a short <laughs> in a single word <laughs> So, sorry, I had an idea. Uh, no, that's why this part is choking, journaling. Yeah, choking. So there we go. Let, let's go with choking. that. There's a nice okay. negative connotation. Cool, but choking. Oh, that's great. Yeah. yeah, okay. So, so okay. So, you would then, you want to explore one of those things, and you would decide which one of those you want to explore. I want to explore why I, where the choking sensation is coming from. Thank you. Thank you, you guide. <laughs> that seems like a currently pressing issue. I've created it's choking, yeah, but you're not dying, right? So you're living through it. it so what you I... would do, you know what you would do here, so you would you would you would explore. So this would be a so you would use um mind and you would uh, okay, so you're exploring the, the future. So you would take, like, you would, you would, you would mark, you would mark choking with whatever your mark is that you're going to explore it, mm -hmm. and then you draw a line from that word to the next page. Okay. Okay, and 
So now there's a thread in the future about it, but you're still you're still here now. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yep. So what that allows you to do is to that exploration. You can start asking questions. So if it's for for example, like right now, there's no you would be able to ask one question, I guess, um, to the guide and get a get a as full an answer as you could in the current scene. So that would be like, why, like, what about the fog is choking me? Right. So now you've presented the guide with a word that the thing is doing. Mm -hmm. And now the guide is going to sort of facilitate your exploration of the choking thing by asking you, um, what kind of choking is it? Like, I'm, what I'm going to tr try and do now is investigate what, what your input actually is here. Uh, uh, it is a, it is a pressure and, uh, uh, pressure. Pressure, pressure is good. Pressure is yeah. good. So <laughs> what that sounds to me like, so pressure equates to the kinetic arcana. Mm -hmm. So that as a guide, I know, I know what sensations roughly equate to the 12, the 12 arcana mm -hmm. and but there's going to be a list of those. So like heat, yeah. cold pressure, um, you know, rot, uh, animal, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, cause some people, I, I, somebody, I was oh, asking no. somebody on another server the other day and one of their things in fog was wolves. And I was like, interesting. Also covered. Great. Uh, but that was, yeah, I was very happy. That I was like, okay, cool. So like, I guess your thing might've been, yeah. okay. So, so I'm getting pressure. And so what that means is that um, there might have been, as the guide now, I'm I'm thinking that that whatever happened had some sort of some sort of kinetic arcana component to it. So I'm just putting that to the side and like like ah, this is kind of interesting. This player is thinking about like crushing, and so I'm trying to uh, the guide is also trying to like associate and draw draw connections and resonances between other players so like um uh if somebody else had a choking component but it was slightly but their their investigation was different then you might get the sensation that that the that there was uh maybe another component to that choking fog or that there was well, i don't know there, there, we'd have to get input. It's it's hard to do it without the actual like concrete somebody else putting in a putting in filling in the mad lib there. Um, okay, so you've got you got we have choking fog. Um, you've drawn anything into the future? Okay, so kinetic. Okay, so then what would happen is. Oh. I do it like that. Okay, so what might happen at that point is then I ask you to put the guide then says put choking fog 10 pages into the future on in your journal. And so now something about that fog is going to is that 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 very well could get worse in 10 flips. Okay. Um, I did, I did specifically say future. Yes. You did say future. Yeah. 
So that so so if you had said past, then the the choking flog would be I want to know why this is here. Uh, if you're drawing into the future, then I want to know what this is going to do. Um, so so that begins your exploration. So now so now you still can you can still do stuff in the in the present. That would be like one that explore thing would be. I'm not sure how to actually categorize how fast the actions tick by here because that's actually those things like what threads you want to explore and the exploration is reasonably fast because you're just sort of like you're free associating and pulling down the things that you think are interesting and um the guide is basically just telling you where to place them in your journal um and at that point after that then you might want to um well you can't you don't at no point you have to stop exploring see that's the thing so you don't you can keep following that choking fog idea in the now um, in different ways, but I think acting in the now is going to require the action boot up thing. So then, then I would have to do something like, okay, specifically what goal do you have in exploring the fog right now? Are you trying to get away from it or are you trying to figure out what it's doing? And keep in mind that you are hurt and you have no resources so like that that's the situation that you're starting with okay so um if you want to keep exploring there yeah it would be it would it would come down but if you're doing anything in the now it becomes goal oriented and and then you're using actions um you can oh the other thing you can do in the now is engage so engaging with um, can I okay yeah. so here's a question that I immediately have because mm -hmm. it might be a misunderstanding can I engage with things in the future yeah okay yeah I don't know how or what that looks like but yes so okay I assume that I can also engage things in the, with things in, the, in past. the past and and with yourself yeah yep so it, any of those things create starts a dialogue. That's the main feature of the of the engagement is is it's a it's a dialogic process as opposed to the word cloud. So the explore is the word cloud input process, and then the the engage is like okay, I'm presented with this person, and your your function is to. Let me see. You're really trying to figure out what either you're either trying to establish your desires to the person, establish your boundaries to the person, or figure out their desires and boundaries. Basically, those are the four things you're trying to do in an engagement. Um, I mean, you're trying. You could be conveying information too, but there's no. There's not really a. I don't need. I don't think I need okay. to mechanize that. I, I have I yeah, go ahead. I have a very silly question that's not actually relevant, but okay. we went through that whole process and I never at any point uh, uh, in time um, rolled dice. <laughs> so where where in this process would the dice theoretically come in? Oh, if you were doing an action. Yeah, if I was... Oh, is Explore not an action? I, uh, I don't know. I was under the impression it was one of the. Type I was of also under the impression it was an action. I mean, you can get better at it, but I, I, starting out, I think you only you, you're only generating one power when you start out. So you're only you're only getting that base one 
Okay. Thing. I do, so, I don't, like, I do not I'm get trying paid. to figure out how to expand that out because like, so, so the idea being as you get better at exploring, right, you get more insights about how to explore better and what to explore. And as your knowledge grows, your, your, the, 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 what you get out of an explore action will, what action. I don't know what to call those. They're not really action. They're more like, they're more like meditations or something like that, where your the character is not the player, but the character is moving into a space where they're considering the world and their options in it. And the only one of those that really has a, I don't know if, I don't know if they're really, so the evolve, so the evolve action, we'll call it for now, the evolve meditation, um, the way that's supposed to work is that it would be something you do in order to change that choking fog in the future to something else. So okay. you would, you would have to figure out what all, all the parts of that choking fog, and then you could start changing them. And that would be, that would be actually reaching your hands in and changing the story threads. Um, and you can do that with weird too. That's the other thing. So like weird allows you to break those, those main rules, but I don't, I, I, I don't introduce weird until further down in the process now. Okay. Yeah. So I did not accomplish what I was intending to accomplish by that, but I, <laughs> Oh yeah. Disco Elysium, my brother has, has raved to me about this. Uh, basically all of your skills have, are their own personality. Yes. Yeah. And they offer comments on the situation. And if they are too high, that they may uh, give you actions that are not necessarily to your yeah. benefit. They to can take. dominate you. Yeah. It's really interesting. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I also, my favorite part of Disco Elysium uh, is. At a certain point, the world is explained to you, like the nature of the world, and they perfectly captured the exact level of pe the people who live in this universe would consider this banal. Uh huh. <laughs> but is is absolutely insane. <laughs> like they they did a really good job of capturing. Yeah, no people would just shrug at this. <laughs> uh huh. If it was part of reality, they would. Yeah. I, yeah. I I haven't I have not had time to play video games recently, unfortunately. Yeah, no, that, that's fine. That, it looks really just, cool. Um, it's the kind of game that I would I would I would get lost in, like easily. It looks great. Yes. Okay. So, um, what I was trying to do is figure out uh, like how I would come across an action. When I didn't know what the actions were, basically. Yeah. Um, so. I don't know. Okay, so the actions, right? So, um, broadly speaking, broadly there are nine actions. Um, they still they're still the same. For I haven't revised them since since. Broadly speaking, since the last edition, so they're still um. Uh, falling into 
how you want to do the thing and then uh what is actually being done um so the subtle uh subtle forceful patient is still there i'm not really sure how those come into the game now although those might just those might be mechanically getting quite a bit diminished um not sure not sure yet they haven't they haven't really found their way into the new edition so far so we'll see if they get maintained i'm not sure um having legacy boxes for each action would be cool yeah it would be uh <laughs> that would be really interesting like unlock this thing when you do this um yeah one of the things i've considered about doing with the book is actually having um little stickers that i don't know if you do some i mean this is pie in the sky so of course um but if you could would be to have little stickers sealing the page certain pages shut so that you couldn't open those up until you had taken a certain action next to the sticker and you could rip the sticker off and and uh and read those pages that would be an interesting way to do it uh you know uh break this seal when when uh when a character dies break the seal when uh you kill somebody for the first time break the seal when um it sounds like a shipping nightmare <laughs> yeah i know <laughs> um you yeah. know break the seal when you let when you when you when you decide to not care about a future thread that you instance mm -hmm. you know because you could take that choking fog and just be like nah yeah yeah sure <laughs> okay we're choking on horrible on horrible fog but the temperature's nice so who cares mm -hmm. <laughs> don't want to fix don't want to fix things actually being tempered in this hellscape so you know and cam says people don't like hurting seals thank you cam i will take that into consideration um yeah yeah there is that 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 i remember damaging damaging my copy of pandemic legacy for the first time and that was weird that was like a it felt very transgressive and um i i mean that's not out of place for the experience i'm going for here so uh no i've I, I, I even considered at one point putting into the game, um, take this page out of the book and set it on fire. <laughs> uh, uh, I have played a game that had that text in it. Oh, really? Yeah. Whoa, which, what, what game was it? Uh, 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 God, I think it was in uh, The Lindworm, but mm. oh, God, what's, the, what's that one? No, no, the... The Lindworm is the name of the game. I forgot the name of the game. It just has the Lindworm in it. Um, it's the main antagonist. Uh, did, uh, to go through my RPG book folder, you can, you should talk about other things while I do that. Okay. Um, I know I know. Uh, Sleepaway Camp had directives at one uh, to uh, to burn stuff too. So that's but that's you know a prop, very proppy, proppy game. That's not really the feeling I'm trying to convey. It has plum bobs and relics, to, yeah. to, to quote Fred. Yeah. Um, anywho, is this here? Uh, sorry. Um, is there any other anything else that you guys want to interrogate me about, or like I can rubber duck off you guys? Okay, so I, that that was actually helpful, like for figuring out, like figuring out what you don't have written yet, at the very least. 
Yeah, we're not written yet. Yep. Um, yep. Yeah. Okay. So, in, so when you incarnate, you get you, your your character sheet becomes available to fill in. Basically, um, you get a body, like a, a not not a somatic self, a body self, but a an actual body, um, and that's that's defined just by a handful of aspects, basically. Um, those and those can come into play anytime aspects can come into play uh right. after that um you're i really liked what oh shoot i'm blanking on the name of the game right now oh me too um uh, recent from angry hamster i really like it it's and never gotten to play it unfortunately but it's ah, something of the dead Hang on, I'm just gonna go look at it. Hang on, it's up over there. Oh, okay. That's way more useful than what I am doing right now. Because I apparently forgot to put it in the correct folder. Which means God knows where it ended up. Afterlife Wandering Souls by uh Liz, believe it. Yeah. Liz Elizabeth Chipardico. And it's great. Okay. It's really good. It's uh really well done. It's quite inspiring. The art's great. Um okay. there's a lot of a lot of conceptual overlap with Ashes. Uh it's an interesting it's an interesting sort of uh dark mirror type game itself but different thrust yeah i think it, um, yeah i think it was sleepaway i was talking about <laughs> after two, literally have destroy a page when i look through it anyway it does, the, have, uh, it does the, have said said paper on fire but not the actual book oh not the book right right no the thing from afterlife that's that i liked um was um you get handed a, or you discover, wake up with, I'm not sure, I can't remember, uh, a piece of equipment that's kind of like your, sort of an extension of your, of your, of your soul in that game. Um, I like the idea of finding, finding a relic after you wake up, uh, that become, you know, it's basically the first surviving thing you find becomes a significant part of your journey forward um i i like that idea i there's a there's a significance to it that i think works here and there's a way it sort of also allows for um the booting up of the equipment and um carrying rules and resource rules and stuff like that that would that would probably be a good way to do that yeah They discover a relic. Are you trying to solve this here? Trying to discover a relic. I'm not sure what that means. Are you saying that I'm old? I just... <laughs> okay. I'm not. I'm not sure. What, I'm not sure what that question means.
Oh, it was a joke calling me rock. Yes, I'm old as shit. Thank you. All right. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> um, oh no, I'll self-insert in other ways. Trust me, I'm good on that on that that front at least. Um well, I got your self-insertion right here. Uh <laughs> anyway, uh <laughs> nah, it was not reasonable. Um burgering right. Considering what's been going on with Andrew Cuomo lately, um, I should shut up. Anywho, it's okay, I'm Italian. Uh, anyway, Relic. Uh, Relic is an instance itself. Yeah, it, it is. It is. That's what it, it is. You find you find a a a thing that becomes you come to realize was was always yours. In that way where, you know, you get to the end of the movie and you go, oh, I was the treasure all along. It's like that, but uh, I'm going to beat you up first. <laughs> uh, if the relic was another you, yeah, that's also true. That's also, that's also a part of it, for sure. If the relic was another you, it's all another you. That's the, that's, that's, that's the realization. It's fine. Nothing's on fire except for except for unless everything's on fire. In which case, uh, you're also on fire. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Well, I mean that that is that is. I mean, I mean, I was being a little facetious there, but it's not it's not far off. Like the idea yep. that you, your character is so deeply enmeshed in the world that they can't do anything without warping it is the case. So coming to realize that in fact you're not separate is is something that can happen during the course of the game i i i don't know how far along that 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 might that might take place but um you know there there will be part part of the part of the challenge for the players is to figure out what to do with the fact that when they solve a problem, it almost always creates another problem. That's 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 the thing, right? Like you, if, unless you, like I, I'm, I'm, I'm in a sense, I'm, I'm trying to ask, and maybe even boot up the idea in the players' heads of of dynamic systems theory but not in a way where it's i'm giving them an education on it but just and so they're conceptual aware of the idea that you can't like that we're all in something that where if any of us does something there's there's no especially when you have magic or technological power or anything like that like the amount of impact a finite action can have is not finite And that's that's the problem. That's the scary shit. That's the scare. That's I mean, that's what you realize is a fake wizard. That's the shit. That's the scary shit. That's the that's the horror. That's like you, in some sense, were stuck with this this quandary of of living in this place where we're salt where where we we have this intuition that we're all interconnected, and it certainly seems like we can't do anything without impacting each other, and yet we all feel so separated. So, I don't know. I guess that's what this book is about. Have fun!
Have fun. Okay. So, do you is there anything else you want to focus on, or anything? I uh, let's see. I have I have how the Arcana get get booted up. I have communities are kind of tricky, although that's not. I'm just I'm curious. I'm kind of curious more about where players are going to look because going in discovering communities in the past is useful because you can get skills from them that you learned while you were well in, in the before times. Um, uh, and so you can you can you can find ways that were lost in the apocalypse, and then you can find new like ways that are that are still being practiced. Um, but those are those are those things are like the like the action bonuses. They're they're kind of like you're they give you an aspect that makes you more professionally good at something. So when you're in that situation, that action becomes more powerful. So it works more like more like a tagged aspect in fate than a skill booster generally. But the way it works is the more specific your. I've seen this done in a couple other games, and I think it it works well just fine here. I don't know if it worked well. It's good enough for my purposes. That, that you, when you add, you you get more specificity. You get more. Um, you you that's how you increase in rank. Basically, you get more specificity in, in the skill. You 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 so like. Sailor could be could be a, a professional community that you're a part of. Um, first mate would be different, right? So the first mate would be you, you assume you have all the skills of a sailor plus skills first mate, and then maybe you rank up to captain or something like that. I don't I don't know how that flow would go exactly. I'm just giving an example, um, but that's how open it is. Where like you you instance like here's a novice level thing, and here's like a journeyman level thing, and here's a master level thing. And oh, oh okay, and you spontaneously yeah. create them. I am now I'm now tempted to figure out novice. I guess novice is farmer and uh and journeyman is uh, is yak farmer and yak farmer. <laughs> <laughs> the master grade is, is what is it with you and yak farmers? <laughs> because I am relating this to my Ashes of the Magi character. Okay. <laughs> Even if it's not valid I'm for the sorry, current, I just the it, concept of a yak a yak herder, I understand. A yak farmer makes no sense to me. I just feel I just envision the yaks growing out of the garden. Like being <laughs> no, that, is, that is being uh that is herder <laughs> is the accurate term. That is me uh you know, I actually do look at a voice with farm, so it's curious that Yeah, you could do that in ashes. I suppose you could uh, yaks could grow on trees. That would be a very weird apocalypse, but shit, why not? Um, oh, no. <laughs> yes, burning wheel to Sabrina's point. Um, and then Cam said, I, I had issues with a lot of problems with legacy life among the ruins because because of each action mostly just adds more issues. Yeah, I'm trying to do that without the actions being different, but the the cascading the the emergent complexity I hope will happen with a minimal amount of mechanical interactions let me put it that way um like one of the things one of the things that actually bugs me about power by the apocalypse games and 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 this doesn't come up that much on the podcast but it's the it's the discrete actions that that virtually necessitate a um a, a large-ish piece of paper at the table with all the actions on 
um, because the, the charts are different and they're like, because you have instance outcomes for six, you know, six minus seven through nine and 10 plus, <clears throat> you have to have instance outcomes for six minus seven. I, I've seen some game systems try and do it where it's like six minus is the worst option and seven and nine is you get, you get a good thing plus a bad thing and 10 plus is just good stuff. I mean, uh, but it, 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 the, the, the problem is like the generic nature of that is not what Apocalypse, Apocalypse World does well. Yeah. So it's, you know, you're like, I, I, I see the problem with the generic, making that a generic system because you haven't done, like, you've just made it. I mean, that's it, it, it just becomes a generic system. You can't have the weird, like the thing about apocalypse, like power by the apocalypse rules is like, you can have these weird interactions built into the actions where you normally wouldn't. And like being able to bake those in such a way that they provide the exact experience you want is really powerful. But the problem is, in my view, that it's like you have to relearn every, you have to relearn the game every time. It there's I mean that's not that's it's not that that's a huge problem because the game has a low bar to entry anyway generally speaking but um I suppose I suppose my main like the thing where I've where I've seen people hit the wall on it is new players just getting like a host of actions like that and then <clears throat> that intimidates them into analysis paralysis so they don't don't actually engage with the fiction first gameplay the way it's meant to be yeah like you you get people who are trying to uh do an act look at the action sheet and try and say i want to do an action from the sheet instead of mm -hmm. no right. i'll I'll, I'll tell you when i'll tell you when the thing is relevant i haven't heard of atma i'm curious about that though yeah you post a link to that guy yeah um yeah no it's it's and it's you know, I feel like I feel like the Forge in the Dark uh, framework does that a little bit better than Powered by the Apocalypse because they because mm -hmm. the actions feel a little bit more. Uh, I don't know the 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 way the way that's structured gives gives a little bit more narrative openness to to those things and doesn't I you know I don't feel the need although Forge in the Dark has the other issues where it's like you kind of need that the uptime downtime sheet and you need the um uh there's another one that's really handy that i keep in my book uh so i'm blanking on it right now but anyway there's a couple of pages for forge in the dark that i need to have out when i'm running it um because not always for me although i find them useful but mainly for other players uh because they're just they're just unintuitive enough to need to be referenced. Like, it's not much. Um, and yeah, afterlife is afterlife. And this is uh, Atma. Cool. I'll check this out. Open card game. Oh, cool. Okay. Oh, nice. Oh, I yes, think I've never seen this on, on Kickstarter. Okay, cool. Illustrated tarot cards. I may need to leave soon, so. Okay. All right. Yeah, we'll this is, uh, I, I mean, I'm, I'm going to check this out. This looks neat. I'm sorry? 
So if there's anything in particular you want to address before I'm gone. Um, not no, no. I think that'll be a, that'll be it, I suppose. Okay. okay. Good night. Thank everyone. you. Thank you for your help, everybody. Serena, Cam, Kevlar, for poking and uh, allowing me to explain where I'm going. Uh, I hope that if anybody made it through this, like as a listener that's that's just listening, I hope some of it was useful or interesting. Um, let us know. I don't think it'll change anything, but let us know. Yeah. Uh, so uh, have have a good night wherever you are. It is night where you are. Thank you, Sabrina. It is also it's night where you are too. It's actually not where I am. Okay. Good night, everyone. Oh, Kev already left. I'm going to stop. Oh, I stopped recording. I'm going to stop the recording now. That's not how you do that.